In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. We know that people are Googling everything possible to freak out about for Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, how do I do this? How do I make this? How do I know if this is ready? Um, Overall, it seems that Texas is the state that is trending with the most Thanksgiving-related searches so far. Now, not just based on number of searches, because that would make sense. There's a lot of people in Texas, so... They're going to be doing a lot of searching, but based on how many people per state, how many searches, they've yeah. done the math. And so, yes, Texas seems to be uh, out searching everybody. Come on, Maybe. Texas. How hard is it? Right. And the most popular search for a Thanksgiving staple item. Yes. Go ahead. What do you think it is? Uh, uh, can, can I still thaw my turkey? Well, that is a popular question for sure. But as far as oh. recipe-wise, green bean casserole, oh, really? which seems to be that maybe people only make it around Thanksgiving. Because if you make something all the time, yeah. you don't even probably need a recipe card, I mean, right? Beans, just, uh, maybe a little cream of mushroom soup. Maybe put some little chunks of bacon. You wouldn't, but... Uh, no, I wouldn't. But I would. if I was going to recommend... A little recommendation is you buy two cans of the French fried onions. One to bake with, one to snack on while you're making the casserole. Because, (laughs) oh, they're so good. That's a little insider tip (laughs) for you. Writing that down. Yeah, that one is not trending, but that's uh, that's what you'll get when you tune into the morning show here. A little insider (laughs) Thanksgiving information. But, yes, how to thaw the turkey is one of the top two Google searches this week. For sure. And I think if you've waited this long, you're probably going to need to do a little more than just, you know, let it thaw itself. Uh, By the way, Sue from right here in Wilmer, a listener, said, yes, putting the turkey in cool water works well. I do it every year. See, but the water keeps out any airborne. That's why you don't just set it out on the counter. Mm -hmm. At least put it in water. Yeah. And then the other popular search. So that's the first one. How to thaw your Thanksgiving turkey, but then also how many pounds of potatoes per person for Thanksgiving. That was Googled. And I said, well, that just so happens to have been last week's in the say, kitchen tip. Yeah. As far as potatoes, as far as how many pounds of turkey, as far as all the how much do you need based on how many people are coming. You can find that at 1025fm.com brought to you by Kitchen Fair. In the kitchen. That's right. That's right. Get it all. But people are also searching for some other interesting potato dishes. And you've had, you know, the typical, the mashed potatoes, the smashed potatoes, but also some trending searches in California. They're looking for potato tacos. Interesting choice for mm. Thanksgiving. I don't know what that is, but I would try it. Certainly. Mm. I think you've mentioned this one before. Georgia. Most trending search for potatoes is the Irish dish. Colcannon. Colcannon. Did you mention that before? We have talked about that before. I thought that yeah. was at St. Patrick's Day. Uh, is there? There's cabbage mixed in with the potatoes, if I remember right. That's what this says. Yeah, potatoes and cabbage, yeah. which is right up my alley. You, you know, know I like to eat like a troll. Yeah. Much as I hate cabbage, I do like mm. Colcannon. Probably because mm. I'm uh, slamming it with uh, three Guinness beers. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Usually. And then there's also pie, of course, is a trendy search right now. The normal ones, you know, how to make a pumpkin pie from scratch. They're so cheap in the store. I would just probably buy one of those yeah. and they taste good. Um, also, pecan pie, sweet potato oh. pie. Highly recommend. I love sweet potato no, pie. Pecan. But also, some interesting searches in Oregon. Tamale pie is what they're 
trending hmm. and searching. Pennsylvania, a shoe fly pie shoe is a fly popular pie. search. And I, I honestly, growing up that close to Pennsylvania on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border, I've never eaten a shoe fly pie. I looked it up, though. That uh, That is something I would try. It looks ooey and gooey, kind of like the pecan pie. This one has brown sugar, molasses, molasses, kind of almost like a crumb, like a crumb cake or a coffee cake topping. So kind of a savory like. pie, it looks like, maybe. Um, yeah. I, well, it's, it's going to be pretty sweet, though, too, I think. Brown sugar, molasses, all the... Oh. The sweet stuff in there too, but mm. yeah, I would try it. So shoe fly pie is out on your menu this this Thanksgiving. Let us know how it is. Put about a half gallon of whipped cream on that. I, I mean, yeah, then anything tastes good. Any Pennsylvania yeah, Dutch roots. Pennsylvania specifically searching shoe fly pie. Yeah, here's a recipe from Epicurious.com. They have some pretty reputable recipes. There's uh, dark brown sugar. Cinnamon, nutmeg, a little salt, butter, molasses, and mm-hmm. baking soda. Soda. There. See, I, I went soda. back to Boston there for a minute. <laughs> and then they say either make a pie crust or you can use the refrigerated one. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm starting to think I could do this. There's a photo of it there with a big old dollop of whipped cream on the top. Well, yeah. I mean, then that makes anything good, even if it's not... A pretty look to it. Just cover it with whipped cream. No one will know. Now you grew up a stone's throw away from Pennsylvania. You said you I never, know. you didn't know what I it was. Never heard of. It. I mean, I've, I think I've heard shoe fly oh, pie. Sure. I didn't think that was a thing. Like that's something you make in the sandbox or something when you're little. Oh, I made a pie. Oh, the shoe fly pie or something. Karen on the phone for you. Hello. Tell Laura that shoe fly pie is named that because the wife would put it on the windowsill to cool. Yeah. And the flies would come around and they'd go, shoe fly, shoe fly. <laughs> uh, that sounds like an urban legend. No, no, no. That's Pennsylvania Dutch. I'm from Pennsylvania. I know. You are from Pennsylvania. Hmm. So how long have you been in Minnesota? 50 years. Oh, wow. Is that when you get your Minnesota card? Like you could call yourself a Minnesotan after 50 years? Right. I have no clue because we're not related to anybody in this state. Oh, well, we're glad you're part of our Q102 Morning Show family. Every morning, every morning, and you're the only one I voted for on the Nielsen rating, so, wow. Well, we're not allowed by law to comment on that, but we love you. (laughs) I love you, too. More fun every morning. Q102. Several people commented at the end of the show yesterday for any updates on my missing Roomba in case anything happened. Now, you're going to think I am lying here. Well, my mom did because she must have tuned into the show on the stream yesterday. And after the show, I talked to her. She said, no. Was that true? Did Tim really lose his yeah. his vacuum? I said, yeah, honestly, he has no idea where it would go. She's like, well, you could only go so many places, right? I'm like, well, unless, not blaming anyone, but I've heard that some some people in Tim's house might sometimes go on a cleaning rampage. <laughs> Where'd you have, hear that? May have been shoved somewhere. Or are you going to get me in trouble in front of before Thanksgiving? Hey, that could be you. That could be it you. Could I didn't me. say who. Uh, it did. It did seem it's plausible that I was the last one to start it because it showed the mm. last time it ran. Okay. It was like three o'clock. My wife usually works till three thirty or four thirty, except on Fridays. It was a Friday. She might have been home early. In any case, uh, this is what you're not going to believe. I woke up early, kind of in a start, because I was dreaming. Yeah, I you found your Roomba. It I, was in bed with you. No, 
I dreamed oh. that the Roomba was in the uh, warming drawer under the oven, you know, where usually people yeah. store pans. It's a warming drawer. I got up. I got swiftly ready so I wouldn't forget. I went downstairs and I opened the warming drawer and not in there. Not in there. I thought for sure if this dream comes to me and it's in there, <laughs> th- that would have been a better story, I know, but it is hopelessly gone apparently forever. This has captivated, I mean, not just Minnesota, but obviously my mom in Ohio. It's sweeping, sweeping the country. Mm -hmm. We know we have listeners in other countries, probably sweeping the world. My next murder mystery, not going to be a murder. It's going to be where did the room, who stole the Roomba? That's going to be the next theme. Where did the Roomba decide to go with new AI uh, intelligence? Some people sent links to videos of Roombas wandering out of the house. But those were like patio homes, you know, right? Just over the lip and out onto the patio and around the pool. And and one of them, literally, you said, well, they won't go off a step, right? It went to the edge of the pool. And I'm like, oh, oh, is it going to work? And then it stopped and turned because of the mm. lip of the pool. But mm-hmm. no, we've got five, six steps front and back. Yeah, I think you would have seen pieces if it tried to go down. <laughs> sure like you would have seen yeah. the Roomba remnants if that would have happened. So now I'm looking for deals for new Roombas. Be- what about the, you have a, a nice back porch type of area. Yeah. Could it have kind of done the little ramp out onto the back porch and then got hidden under things? No, because there, no. there's nothing to hide under in the porch. In fact, uh-huh. I looked out there. We've got two cupboards, like a big cupboard door for coats and outdoor mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, I opened those to look. No. No. It, uh, it vanished. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if you wouldn't mind. See, we're here on Friday morning. If, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I'll, uh, I'll pay you 20 bucks to get an early morning Black Friday deal for me. Would you do You're going to pay someone to stand in line yeah, in, yeah. Your, in your honor. <laughs> I need a Roomba. Anybody. This is your morning show. No one better. On Q102. Uh, not only is it National Stuffing Day today, but it's National Television Day. Invented about this time in 1927 by a 21-year-old. And they say that those 20-somethings are good for nothing. <laughs> Do they? No, they are. No, I didn't realize it was such a young guy that invented the the TV. Was it? I know some inventions are by accident. Was this? He was trying to do something else, and then all of a sudden went, "Oh, I could turn this into a box, and then people would watch it." Or that's what he started to. He he set out to do it, and I can't remember his name Mm. right now. But uh, he thought, "Well, look, if we could encode." the the visuals and send it over the air and then have a, a a set a box that could decode it to show it so that was in his mind that's you know it's brilliant that's how it that, works yeah i'm glad smart people exist because if, <laughs> if it was left up to me we'd have books yeah. paperback that's yeah. it uh, the first television broadcast was 1928, uh, sets available for commercial purchase in 38. And then 10 years later, in the late 40s, a million households had one. The cost in the late 40s was nearly $1,300. That would be like $14,000 in today's money. And, and you can go out now and get a huge <laughs> one, the movie theater size, for three, 400 bucks. Right. Would your family have it? Like, if we fast forward and put your family 
in those times. Would they have splurged on the TV? No. I don't think mine would no. have. We didn't get color TV until about 1975. So, no, we were not uh, uh, on top of technology back then. Ironically now, or incidentally, my mom, she's got a tablet. She's got a laptop. I know. She's, she's got a so cell high phone. Tech. She's on yeah. Facebook. She's doing emojis. She's more high tech than I am. I'd be like, nope, <laughs> we have paperback books. That's all. That's right. Go Lonnie. <laughs> Now, here's sports with Todd Bergan. Timberwolves are really playing well. Tim, your mom is pretty happy, I would guess, uh, these days as they picked up a win again the Knicks last night. I couldn't even reach her last night. She was so beside her. Went out and why, celebrated. Why are you trying to call her during a Timberwolves game? <laughs> oh, that must be. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, thought, I thought we discussed this earlier. You That's can't right. call Mama during the Timberwolves. Don't call Todd during Either. the Super Bowl. That's right. Or, or any, any Vikings game. game. Yeah. Any Vikings. As a matter of fact, just don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a deal. <laughs> It's a deal. <laughs> I, uh, I have a what would you do that comes out of a story right here in uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Bear Lake, that's uh, the northern metro there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kelly Witter has been receiving dozens of packages hmm. from Target. 133 boxes have been oh stacked gosh. up outside her uh, apartment there. The biggest one was just... Uh, uh, Monday. Okay. Uh, boxes and boxes of stuff showing up from Target. Weird. Turns out it's a third-party seller of eyewear through Target. So here's the what would you do? You call them up and say, hey, all of these are showing up, or uh, are you going to post them on Marketplace? <laughs> Well, so she's not I'll paying for any of this. No, she didn't she's pay not, for it. It's she just showing it. up on her doorstep. She's showing up by mistake. Well, somebody's missing it, right? I mean, <laughs> right. somebody's going, where's all my uh, yeah. eyeglasses? I don't know what's going okay. on here. Sunglasses and Tim, I this. see dollar signs and Tim size going, well, you can buy it back off of Marketplace <laughs> well, if you would like. I feel a little badly for even suggesting. <laughs> naturally, uh, Kelly, being from Minnesota, she got a hold of Target. Yeah. Said, hey, you know what? Uh, what all this what's stuff happening? Is, what's going on here? So for her troubles, Target says uh, they're working to fix the problem. They're sending her a gift card for her inconvenience. Now, oh. I feel like I need to know. How much is oh, it? Oh, of yeah. course you do. Or how much is the gift card? Yeah. How much? Yeah. We're talking 50 bucks here or like $500? Yeah, are we so. being generous or are we just, you know, here, take this? Yeah. Here's a $5 coupon. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Mm. A, and then it's a, a BOGO as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for your next order. Buy one, get one. Half off, not free. Yeah, maybe yeah. even 10% off. <laughs> uh, I mean, these are details you have to ask, but no. I actually have had something show up by mistake. I can't remember when I called, and they're just like, well, I guess it's yours now. Really? So they just said, thank you. You're going to have it. I don't remember what it was. It was something under a hundred dollars, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's probably more work for them to get take it, it back, back send it out again. That's right. So now uh, everybody's saying, "Gosh, Tim, what a terrible person you are for uh, even <laughs> suggesting you would resell the items." It's just, it's just for the show. Just yeah, just a thought. <laughs> Q102. <laughs> Good morning. The ones you want to wake up to. I listen to you guys every morning. I love you guys so much. Tim and Laura on Q102. So you were just talking about the what would you do in the situation of all these random boxes just start showing up on your porch. You didn't order them. Do you contact the company and say, hey, I got your stuff? Or 
if you're Tim, do you sell no, them on no, Marketplace? I, I only brought it up as a, a, an option. I didn't say that oh, okay. I would. Now I that feel you would badly. Do well, no. So I have a story. This happened to a friend of mine. And first of all, let me just say, this is not gift card, Sarah. I have insane friends. That's the moral of all these stories. But I have another friend who does not hoard gift cards. But what she does is she will go into this department store where normal people would try on clothing yeah. options that they like to make sure this is going to fit, this looks good on me, whatever, before they buy. No, not her. She'll buy everything in her cart, take it home, oh. then try it on, well, and then return all the things that she didn't want, which is, I mean, lots of items back to the store. I'm like, that's insanity, but that's not the story here. The oh. story is, so she has her bag of returns. She goes back in. She wants to exchange one of the sweaters because she wants a different size. Yeah. But as she's returning all the items, she discovers with the clerk as she's returning the one sweater that she wants to exchange the size is not on the receipt. Oh. So during the first transaction, the gal checking her out must have missed scanning it. Scan I know she it. didn't steal it, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah. So she says to the lady who is now at the return desk, oh, well, she must not have scanned this. I can buy it again, or wh- how do we do this? I just want to exchange it for a size, so do you want me to buy it now and exchange the size? Yeah. And the lady says, yeah, don't worry about it. Just go grab your size. Oh. And oh. so the, yeah. <laughs> so then she says to me, so now what do I do? And I said, well, what do, did you get the right size? She said, yeah, but I never paid for it. Oh. I said, well, I mean, at this point, I feel like that's a gift from the store. You tried. It's oh. not like you stole it. Oh, Oh, now I'm the bad guy. Now you're saying, no, oh, keep the sweater. Keep hey, the sweater. Hey, that was I, an honest error probably on the first gal. She tried to buy it the second time. If return gal was like, I don't want to deal with any of this, just go. Yeah. Hey, that's not on you. Okay. If that lady gets herself fired for doing that, that's not on you either. Like, yeah. you tried. You tried okay. to buy it. All right. You convinced me, couch juror over there. If they said, well, I guess it's yours, just like the one, uh, it wasn't in a store, but, well, I guess it's yours now. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Thank well, you. all right. <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. Yeah. If you got a story like that, we always love to hear from you. 235-1025, a call or a text, whatever you can do. Anytime you're on the Q102 Morning Show. We've been talking about mistaken products and sales and returns, starting with the Target third-party eyeglass company dumping cases of glasses on a lady's doorstep in White Bear Lake. You mentioned your friend realized when she tried to return a sweater that it hadn't been scanned and they just like, eh, just keep it. Eh, just keep it. Keep it. <laughs> She's like, well, what do I do? I said, well, you just keep it. They told you to. Uh-huh. So then Kate, uh, I, I want to, we'll just, we'll just say Kate. Is that all right, Kate? That's, that's fine. All right. She's, she texts right. a good story, and I'm like, this is too good. We got we to gotta call Kate and have her. Can you tell us uh, what you texted so that all of our listeners can hear to this story? Sure. So back in 1982, I was like 16 years old, and huh? some friends and I had went shopping, and I bought a shirt, and I was, it was $17, and huh? I paid for it with a $100 bill. Whoa, look at you. And. <laughs> yeah, and the clerk handed me my change back, and I stuck it in my pocket and didn't think anything of it. And mm-hmm. went home a couple days later. I'm doing laundry and I'm cleaning out my jean pockets, and I've got the change from the seventeen dollars plus the hundred dollar bill is still there. The 
uh, clerk had handed me both the change and the hundred dollar bill. Oh. Well, I was it was out of town, so it wasn't like local. Um, you know, had to ask mom for the car and couldn't do that because I wasn't supposed to be out of town the night I bought the shirt. Oh. So what do you do? You, you, yeah, I just I kept the money. Um, uh-huh. But I tell you, I felt guilty every time I wore that shirt. Oh, and all these years later, you uh, are still feeling I guilty. I still think about that, yeah. Well, what say oh. you, Laura, uh, about the situation at this point? Statute of limitations, you know, let the yeah, guilt I mean, go. I'm, Kate, I'm going to say that, yes, you are forgiven for that. I, I, and, I, can, I can give that one up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know if whoever knew you weren't supposed to be out that night, I don't know that they're going to be as lenient as, say, we are with the cashier. And I bet that the cashier has long since forgot about it, too. So it's okay. What? Well, the, the store closed a couple years after that. so ah. Because of you, the Kate, they went out of business. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because of me. Lost the business. I've that a few times. Now, Laura says no. You're they fine. Did. You're forgiven. I, I, I'm going to go something a, a little different direction here in the holidays because clearly this is still on your brain. Forty-one years later, I think. Are you in a place where you could donate a hundred dollars to some charity, Toys for Tots, or something this season? Yes, I am. You know, and then and let that go. Uh, alas, low yeah. I was going to say, really, you're not even out. The, like you didn't take the hundred from them. They're really only out the seventeen. Oh, that's right? a good point. Yeah. No. Or wait, they're out because no, hundred and seventeen. They gave me the change. So and the they gave me the. You know, oh, they what? gave you the correct change. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they it is. They gave me the eighty-three dollars plus the hundred dollars yeah. plus the shirt. Oh. Yeah. Oh, then I take everything back, Kate. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you I sleep mean, at yeah. night. <laughs> no. Yeah. Are you with me now? I mean, you do what you want. You don't have to agree that you will. But to me, there's something still bothering you about that if you said well you know, well i think gonna... that means kate is a good person is what that means is that she doesn't go oh good how can i do this again and shortchange somebody we know you didn't do it on purpose well if she's really good she'll pay that forward this holiday season that really feel good. i think that's a good idea i see there, there tim had a good idea today there we go kate lovely to chat with you you, you know good to do what chat you, with you we're not gonna go hey kate did you ever donate that money <laughs> Call you back on. Well, Monday I feel like say, Tim might do that. <laughs> he has your number now. He's going to be right. following up. That's right. <laughs> That's on you. It's so much fun to listen to. Mornings on Q102. Now that we're happy, uh, another day is moving on by. We get on to Thanksgiving. I was unhappy when I woke up to a dream that my lost Roomba might have been in the uh, the warming drawer of the oven. You know where most people <laughs> shove so all funny. their extra pans. Uh, uh-huh. Like that, the dream was so real. I thought I need to get up because then if that's it. I think that's it. I'll be able to tell everybody I found it in the oven drawer. And I go downstairs and open it up. No. No. no, That dream was wrong. I still don't know where it is. We need a dream analysis of what an oven drawer and a missing Roomba means. Well, we know the missing Roomba is legit because it's missing for you. But yeah, what's, what's the meaning of oven drawers or ovens in dreams because <laughs> I guess obviously I... it's not the hiding spot. I almost contacted you over the weekend, oh. not because I needed a dream analysis, but I had a nightmare Uh-oh. and not like, oh, there's a murderer coming in because, you know, I watch those kind of shows that doesn't keep me up at night. But let me tell you this. So I took
took some cold medicine over the weekend. Oh, I was not really feeling that good. So I don't know if this was, dreams. yeah, NyQuil induced or what, but it was so real and only probably applicable to me specifically that it wasn't just weird cough medicine dreams. So every single night, this is not the dream, but every single night, Phil Dawson, he is such a good boy. He comes in bed, snuggles, and he sleeps with me. If he's not in bed with me when I wake up, he's on the floor right beside the bed. Aww. That's real life. So in this dream, I have where I wake up and realize he's not in bed with me. I look over the side of the bed. He's not on the floor. I go, that's weird. So I walk down the hallway only to realize the basement light is on. This is the dream now. And all the house is set up exactly the same. So I think to myself, oh, well, I must have left the light on. He must not know it's night, night time. So he's in the basement. Uh-oh. I go down in the basement. His litter boxes are gone. His food bowls are gone. All of his toys are gone. I realize someone has kidnapped him. Now, here's where dream logic doesn't make sense. If someone's coming in to kidnap anything or take anything, they're not going to take litter boxes and toys. Well, and, you know, I mean, they're going to just take the cat and run. I right? don't know. Look at that. Oh, my. It's a whole so setup. I, I'm taking it. It's a thing. So in this dream, I fly up the basement steps. I'm crying. I realize the door now leading from the house into the garage is open. <sighs> So, oh, he could just be in the garage, but no, because the door from the outside into the garage has been pried open. Someone came in and stole the cat in my dream. Oh, I wake up in a panic only to realize in real life now, no Phil Dawson in bed with me. I look over the side of the bed. No Phil Dawson on the floor. I have never untangled myself from blankets so fast to leap up to find him in the hallway, sound asleep, not knowing why his mom now is scooping him up and crying <laughs> and snuggling him and going, oh, there you are. He's probably like, woman, what's wrong lady. with you? <laughs> Who have I moved in with here? I know. He has a crazy mom. Thank goodness. Oh. The thing is, though, now... Oh, it was bad. If, if Phil Dawson sleeps with you, yeah. when you finally get in the same house with your husband in the same state, the same town, what if Phil Dawson says, no, no, Alex, you're not allowed. Uh, well... <laughs> <laughs> get out of my bed. Yeah, and let me tell you, Oliver, when he when he has been here before, too... He likes to sleep in my bed. There's going to be no room for my husband. <laughs> out, out. The bed He's is gonna full. He's going to be sleeping in the basement. <laughs> What's with these two cats? I don't know where those cats have come from. <laughs> I want to save that one for you. Oh, wow. Those are some angry cats. Settle no, down, Phil Dawson does not make those noises. Right. Oh, fun stuff. Uh, join us again tomorrow morning. And if you missed anything, check the podcast later. This is going to be a good full day oh, on the podcast. I tell ya. You can even tell your smart speaker, play the Q102 Morning Show podcast. The Q102 Morning Show podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.